Hey, what's going on? This is Phil Jackson, yeah. along with DJ Sobuck, the Overtime Podcast Show. Overtime Podcast. Yes, sir. I'm a midget tonight. Not, yeah, you are, man. What the fuck is going little, on over little there? Little niggas in the house. <laughs> look, yeah. we're look, powered by SoundCloud and all this other stuff. SoundCloud, Google Play. Oh, the main one, iTunes. iTunes. No, just, just hit subscribe. Yeah, you know, definitely hit that. This is definitely f- episode 41, but before we get into our guests, or guests. Guests this is. There's plural. a whole bunch of people in here. Uh, Buck, how you been doing, man? What's been good with you? I'm good. Um, You know, just been flat broke for the past two weeks because it's been my son's born day. And the week Word. before that was, was my woman's born day. So, you know. Oh, yeah, you these broke. These damn Aries done broke the shit out of me. Oh, yeah, you you on E right now, right? Yeah. Nice. And no. the mortgage is due. Oh, man. Brother, it's when bullshit. I look. The reason I'm late, and I totally apologize for my guests for being late. Okay, I'm dry, you know I, I, I went home and everything. Get in the house. My fiance was like, "Come to the come to the bedroom," and I'm like, "All right, what's going on?" And she was like, "She looked." <laughs> I go into the closet, and all her side of her row of clothes are on the ground. Somebody literally. I don't know if somebody just picked everything up looking for something. I don't know. So what about the rest of the place? Was the rest of the place? No, nah, everything was good. No windows open. No, all? everything was good. And you mm. know the asshole that I am, and I try to be a good man. In the back of my, I didn't say it out. I didn't say it in. Yeah, I didn't did. say it out loud. Yeah, you did. I said, like, "Look, they better not mess with my air, my, not my uh, my Air Maxes that I just bought." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, but. I don't know. I think I, I I don't know if somebody came in there. I don't know. So, but everything is good with that. That's good. But but everything uh everything everything is everything. But but you gotta get the storm shield. Yeah. <laughs> something shit. We gotta do something. But but before we get into our guest, man, what's so like? What's good with you? What you been doing uh, for the week? Uh damn. Um. Oh oh yeah 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 yeah. Last week last week um King Magnetic had his album release party. Oh, that, shit, that shit was crazy. Capadonna was in the house. Yeah. Um, Diabolic. And um, shout out to Reef the Lost Cause. Cause. And Reef the Lost yeah. Cause, too, because he was the host. Um, Stevie Franks. That was that was a good set that you did with Stevie Franks yeah, and uh, Jenny yeah, that, God. That was that was that was Word. crazy. Shout out um, to shout out to the to the MC from from Ohio. Yeah, I can't remember his name. I was just about I, to say I, it. I it was some his, dude I from have, Ohio. I have his card and um I'm gonna be reaching out to him, so hopefully he'll be coming um on WPRB in the next couple weeks. Yeah, he came with the biggest banner I've ever seen in my life. Oh, like, it, it literally was, covered my whole DJ setup and it, shit. It I was, was like, crazy. damn, I guess that means I got to get off the of stage and shit. Yo, shout out to it's Reef the Lost Cause because he actually kicked a freestyle that was actually pretty damn good. Yeah, that was that was, that was was very actually unplanned because he told me to play music right. until Express was ready. And then he just came out and then I had New York State of Mind, but I didn't have the instrumental, so I was like, all right, I'll just drop the beat in and out. Okay. And he can just go over the shit, so... I, I I like I like events like that, and I know everybody was like, "Holy shit, Phil is here!" Because you know, I Bigfoot I, sighting. Yeah, I never come out, but <laughs> Phil it, never comes out. No, it's, it's like this, man. I support, but you might not see me. But on the radio show on Sundays, I have the artists come up, have them do interviews. I'll I'll have their their music in rotation, so I I support like that. You get penthouse ticket suites with with penthouse <laughs> suites, everything. Phil still will not show up. You can have a limo come pick him up. He was like, Dude, Nah, I ain't going. Man, look, it's that old man shit, man. I'm telling you, once I get home from work, I don't feel like coming back over the bridge. 
I mean, I do it all the time. I under no, no. See, you thought that I was already over here. You thought I was already at the race. Yeah, I, look. This is my weekend shit right here. I thought Phil I'm ran a, this shit up here. No, I said Phil ran this whole no, no. damn floor up here. No, 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 no. This is all Phil shit. I only come to whatever. S- yeah, this spot. This spot. I only come to this spot only on the weekends. Yeah, and I, and, I, I and then that. I go to WPRB on Sunday. So like, I'm never here that much. Oh, okay. So when I'm here, they're like, holy shit, what are you doing here? So that's why every time we start, it's your first day? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, um, man, where, where can we begin with this guest, man? I mean, I got stories. I mean, like just the music alone. Shout out to G, the promoter, because he's in the building, yeah. too. This is my mentor right here. If it wasn't for G and the Raw Deer on WPRB, Thursday nights, man. You got me through like a lot of shit, man. Me too. I mean that high that, school and my twenties. I mean, and 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 to be honest, man, he broke a lot of music in our area. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for G, man, I mean, I, it would be no Sabi Radio on WPRB. Plus, he's plus he he he's from the air where you know I witnessed it where he would come on and there'd be people walking around with boom boxes and shit. Yep. I don't know. I remember the, I ain't gonna say his name. But I remember I, I went to Beverly one night, and there was, like, mad people over this chick's house. Mm-hmm. And it was a dude I went to high school with, and he had, like, this boom box. He had a duffel bag with mad tapes in it mm-hmm. and a twenty two and shit in there. <laughs> and that fucking boom box, and he had fucking G show on. That's all I remember. Wow. And okay. he was walking down to the other side of Beverly, and I said, where you going? He said, that's why I got this twenty two in my bag. And he had fucking Raw Deal on loud as shit just walking look, up the me, block. Look, let me tell you something, man. We stopped. Me and my people, we stopped everything every Thursday night to hear G. Mm-hmm. I used to drive and around and listen to this yep. shit. And I had a tape running at home because I was like, damn, yep. I know he's going to play something. And, and I'm, I'm going to do you one better. Like you said, um, we would get our tapes. Mm-hmm. And if we would go out, because, like, you know, I have my, my brother. Yeah. I told my brother, I said, look, this ain't an automatic shit. So when the tape stops. <laughs> flip that shit over. Flip it over. If you don't, I'm going to beat your ass when I get back home. What the threats, man? Damn. No, I'm just saying, man. I mean, but, I mean, um, my son grew up on that. I mean, and my son is 25. My son, he wanted to come up here tonight, but he had, like, some corporate thing that he had. Buck Jr. wanted to come tonight, too. So, I mean, so, like, with the people that we have in, in, in the studio right now, I mean, where can I begin, man? I mean, like, they were the trendsetters and still the trendsetters to this day. This is episode 41. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that we have this artist here. When he emailed me, when he texted me back 1 o'clock in the morning, I was like, that looks like, I said, oh, shit. I said, I, I had to respond back. I mean, that that's how much I appreciate what they did back then. To, and what they're doing now. Shout out to Katia Woods. She's she's up in the building too. Yeah, we can't forget her. Yeah, that that's that, that's the, uh, the the first lady of hip hop in Philly. Yeah, yeah I mean she 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 facts. Like, yeah, I mean, hey, look, we'll talk about that in a little bit too. Yeah. But let's get to our guest. And not, not even just that. Not yeah. even just we have two guests. Legendary shit. Yeah, because like the 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 other the other part is that they had Philly on Smash. Mm-hmm. In the '90s, and they were bringing in groups. Yeah, and you have a story too about. You want to tell him like <laughs> we can tell him that off the air. <laughs> oh, you don't want to tell him on the air? Nah, man, we tell him about it off the air. All right, all right. <laughs> in the studio, man. 
we have the legendary Master Killer and the Boy Backs. Yes, 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 yes. Let me I know that was a long ass intro, but I'm sorry about that. You gotta do that. You gotta do that. No, that's good. That was good. Oh, I'm sorry. We got power in the studio too. Damn it, Gordy. Let me tell you something. My bad. When they said power, White Lotus. Yes, sir. When they said power on the record. That's how much respect this man gets. He is like the glue. But we're going to talk to Power too, man. But Master Killer, yes, sir. Boy Bags, yes. Power, G. How's everybody doing tonight, man? I'm good. I'm blessed. Great. I am so excited because we've been trying to do this for a while. Mm. And when I heard you guys in Philly, you guys were over in Philly early this morning. No I'm doubt. like, they're making this an all-day thing. So shout-out to uh, Heat 100 out there, too, because that, that was a dope interview that, that that they gave this morning, too, man. Awesome. You know, and the people calling up. Guess who called up, Buck? Jaguar White. Mm. Get out of here. Yep. Wow. That's see, crazy. See, Bax, I listen to everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, that's great. Well, right. You, you must know, know, you know about the macaroni and cheese, too. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, okay. sir. Yes, sir. Right. I mean, look. <laughs> The one thing about the one thing about this is um before we start into the interview like the one thing about this you have to listen to everything. If you say yeah, that you, you do. don't listen to well you know how, like some dudes nah right. man I don't listen to them. I'm right. Stuck in a little bubble and shit. Right. You're fucking lying. You got to listen lying. to everything what everybody's doing. Right. And, and I listened to that whole interview because I didn't want to ask the typical questions. Right. You know what I mean? Because, you know, like some people are like, well, God damn, I just answered that this morning. Right. But Master Killer, how you been doing, man? Man, I'm blessed, brother. Man, look. I'm blessed. I'm, I'm, this is like Christmas Day for me. <laughs> Christmas Day, New Year's Eve. In April. You know, everything wrapped up in one, man, because mm. uh, where do I start? Thank you. Thank you. I thank you for coming up, man. That's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to say thank you for <laughs> man. We just, we appreciate what you, what you have done. Mm. And what you and the clan has done for so many years, man. Mm. Um, where do I start? I'm, I, I don't want to like really have to have you answer the same typical questions. Right. So, I'm, and look, I got. Hey, look, are you looking at this game? I actually got. I actually wrote down <laughs> shit stuff. Yeah, I'm trying. Okay. I'm trying to be professional. <laughs> so, um, real brief, just give us like the back history of Wu-Tang Clan, like how it started and where did you come in at and, and just everything. And what part of New York are you from? Brooklyn. See? Yeah. Because see, everybody automatically thinks that Wu-Tang actually comes from Staten Island. Staten Island. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that's the that's the foundation of it. Okay. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, we was connected from Staten Island to Brooklyn. You know, um, my brother... The Jizza Justice, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Um, he's the first one who kind of was speaking about the movement of what Wu Tang was gonna be, mm -hmm. which was beyond my sight, my vision. I couldn't see that. Okay, you know what I mean. Um, one day he was going to the studio. Might have asked me to come with him. Ah, nah. <laughs> you know what I mean. The next day he came. We had our normal what we would do every day play mm. our chess or whatever right. threw the tape in it's like y'all which want you to hear what we was doing last night threw the tape in mm -hmm. it was protect your neck mm. when i heard that it was like okay 
now I see everything else that you had okay. been, you know, that was my introduction into what was already a movement, mm-hmm. you know, and um, basically after that, it was it was basically, you know, get in where you fit in. What's going on? Y'all shooting the video? What y'all want me right. to do? Get my head chopped off? Whatever. Right. <laughs> you know what so I mean? How, like, how long before were you rapping before that all form. Mystery of Chess Boxing was actually the first rhyme that I wrote. Are you serious? Wow. That was the first rhyme that I because that was the, that was that was the first reason that I really had to take hip hop serious. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, you, we freestyle. We love hip hop. You mm-hmm. know, I I know everybody else's verse. I can sing everybody that I used to listen to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know all their verses, but to actually sit down and say I'm going to construct something for myself, I never really had a reason to. Okay. Until that was presented to me, that opportunity. Right. You know what I mean? And I, That's crazy. And I, you know, wrote down some thoughts. I went to Jizza and asked him what he thought about it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, wow, you wrote this? Man, if you can now learn how to flow and say that, mm-hmm. you could probably have some. You cooking, with, you cooking with grease? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you uh, my introduction to Wu-Tang. G, a promoter, he played it. Mm. And... I'm gonna be honest with you, I did not like it. Mm. I did not like particularly. Let me climb over this damn counter and get Phil Jackson. Shit. No, no, no. Let me no before y'all like really like get at me. But let me let me just explain. When G played it that night, mm. it was so many people on the record that <laughs> right. I couldn't I couldn't wrap my head around it at first. <laughs> and then I heard it again. I was like, yeah, it's okay, it's okay. But then I bumped into the RZA mm. at uh, the Greek. Oh, shit. He handed me the tape. I put the tape in. This is where I was driving the Simurai Suzuki. Wow. <laughs> I put the tape in. Mm. <laughs> then I'm like, wait a minute. I heard this song before. Mm. WPRB. Mm. Then I'm going to tell you it was almost the equivalent of when the first time I heard Chuck D. Mm. Public Enemy, I didn't like it because I didn't like his voice. Mm. You know, because, you know, it was back in the, the, the mid to late 80s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, we weren't used to that kind of style. Yeah. So, but then once I started listening to Public Enemy, it was almost, it, it was basically the same. Mm. Once I started really getting into Wu-Tang, I was like, holy shit. Man. I was like, these guys are like, and then when I saw the video, <laughs> oh my god right. you know it, 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 with the giant chessboard man that shit gave me goosebumps as soon as it came on as soon as that beat came on and then RZA had them little bits and pieces of Apache in there I was yep. like I'm fucking finished dude right. then at, right. then once I saw all that and then once the album came out oh yeah I've been hooked ever since how about said, that and Tribe the same day I remember mm. Ashlon Mall mm. like it was yesterday man whoa I can't I, I, I still, I, my first vinyl was, my first vinyl was a Wu-Tang vinyl. Mm-hmm. I think it was, uh, was it, was Cream, and then on the on the B-side was a uh, Mystery of... Trespassing? Yeah. I think so. I think, I, I, you know, you know I should have went, I should have went to my basement and got it today. Bullshit mm-hmm. they feel. Uh, I couldn't even find my Wu Tang shirt. It's gonna be other times, man. <laughs> Mass Killer told me he's gonna be other times, man. But you, but you know, my fiance said. You know, my fiance said she was like, 
do you really want to wear that shirt around there? And then you, you seem like a super fan. I'm like, but I am a super fan, though. You right. know what I mean? But it, you guys were just, and still are, just a movement. And, like, my other question is what everybody wants to know because, you know, it's like a lot of stuff going on now, 2017. Mm. What is the state of Wu-Tang Clan right now? Because, you know, we see stuff in the media that, right. You know, we don't want it to be like another EPMD. Oh, my God, you know, because, you know, when EPMD, you know, disbanded, it's like, well, who are you going with? You going with Paris Rift? You going, to, you going with Eric Sermon? I mean, right. but what is the, the state of Wu-Tang Clan right now? Well, Wu-Tang Clan right now, you know what I mean? We are, you know, we still work together. Right. You know, we still love each other as a family. Mm-hmm. And um, there's no family or 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 relationship mm-hmm. that's exempt from going through real life situations. Right. You know what I mean? But Wu-Tang is definitely forever. Okay. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, your expectations of where you might want to be mm-hmm. as far as career, as far as business, you might be five steps ahead of somebody else, but this is a group movement. Okay. So sometimes things take a while for everything to catch up to be on the same speed, mm-hmm. you know, because that's when all the stars line up. Got you. And, you know, magic happens. You know what I mean? But um, we definitely still working together. Okay. Still a unit. That's yeah. what's up, man. Now, um, my next question, and Buck, I know that you had a question, too. We're going to get into that in All a right. couple minutes. Um, like, was it hard to come out individually after, you know, Method Man, the Purple Tape, mm. Ghostface? You know, because everyone expected that quality of if you're on a solo if you're on the solo tip people expected that quality mission was that like added pressure on certain members of the group like when they came out with with their projects not for me really mm-hmm. because i mean like i said mystery of chess boxing was like my first rhyme that i actually wrote so that whole movement i'm talking about from the first album of the 36 chamber mm-hmm. and every album after that it was really a blessing for me to be able to be a student, mm-hmm. learn as well as perfect my craft. Right. You know what I mean? And all of these albums that you named that was coming mm-hmm. was just another step for me to perfect what I was actually going to do as far as solo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we was winning. You know yeah. what I mean? So, Definitely. you know, if we winning, you know what I mean? And if it ain't you, broke, you, you, you don't, don't need, fix you, you don't right. need me to score 50. Right. Yeah. You just no, need me right. to, you just need me to, you know, come down and throw the assists and, you know. When did you finally figure out this is this is it? To be like when you when you when when did you finally figure out that you perfected your craft? Because like you said, like your first rhyme was actually on the record. So right. but when 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 did you when when was that a certain album or a certain song that you're like, Okay, I got it now. Right. I I mean, I still Every song, I take it as my first song. Okay. Right. So I feel like you know, you know, when this comes when it comes to being creative, that's like a never ending process. Okay. Because every time that you're going to be creative towards to to making something for your fans or the listener, mm-hmm. you're always gonna go in to strive to perfect it to the best quality that you can. Right. So that you know you can give your listener, you know, 
the best quality sound as far as how you judge music. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. Yeah. Go ahead, man. All right, I got a question. Uh, it's pertaining to something else. Um, tell the uh, podcasters, because I had read that um, you were actually uh, uh, praised for um, saving the animals and the whole vegetarian thing. Mm. About okay. the movie, tell tell the podcasters about that and how you got involved with that. Um, you know, I've been a vegan veg for like, man, I say, eighteen years, mm-hmm. something like that, twenty years. So you know, through you know, just uh, striving to eat healthy, right. eat more healthy. Um, I was um introduced to uh Peter. Okay. And um, you know, they have their whole movement on you know the uh the treatment of animals and everything right. like that. Right. So you know, I mean. You know, um, this is a positive thing, you mm-hmm. know, as far as health-wise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything, everything, um, you know, definitely uh, deserves, uh, you know, you know, respect. Every life deserves respect, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? No matter what form it is, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You can't take it for anything less. It's life. Yeah. So you should respect it, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, you know, yeah. Okay. Was, was it hard starting out being a vegan because... That has to take a lot of discipline. Right. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not there yet. T.H.E.'s been one since he was 16. Who? T.H.E. Yeah, that's why he's so damn skinny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, I mean, w- was it that hard, like, just to, like, just a mental, you know, um, like, just a mental discipline, like, just to cut all that out? Not really. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, from 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 young, you know, just think about a Thanksgiving dinner, mm-hmm. which you would normally have, yeah. right? <laughs> if you, if I ate everything that was that was there for a Thanksgiving dinner mm-hmm. before I get to the turkey, mm-hmm. I'm full. Yeah, I'm good. Them sides will fill you up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just basically how you thinking about it. You okay. know what I mean? I'm I'm really eating not to be hungry. Right. You know what I mean? That's what's up. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> no, but I respect that. But Buck, um, I always thought that Master Killer in the group, cause you know, the group as a whole is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But everybody stands out. Yeah, each one has their own, you know, personality right. and character. And you know, you always knew what you expect from Meth. Raekwon, mm-hmm. Ghostface, The Genius, Liquid Swords. Oh my God. <laughs> that fucking album was incredible. Mm. But I always thought that Master Killer, because you because you would hear him, but you wouldn't see him. Yeah. And I always said, he's the wild card. Mm-hmm. And, we, and we're always like, yo, because you know, we always say, well, who's your favorite? You know, you know ODB, uh, you know, whatever, whatever. But I always said, look, I said, Master Killer is the wild card. And there's a why is it because it's like he'll pop up on a record and like then you just don't hear from him. Yeah. And it's like and that's what you like from an artist because you want to hear more from that artist. Mm-hmm. So my next question to you is uh, we always would have that debate, but why did it take so long? for you to to come out to branch out to be a solo artist because i remember when um i just because i started at wprb in 2010 of may Mm. and 
I remember when I got that record that from the digital distribution from um and it was your it was your joint. Mm-hmm. I forget you were um like in a, a smoking jacket or I think Okay, that was uh selling my soul, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like and you know how like sometimes when you know, well, let, 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 let me let me listen to it first and you know, then I'll see if I like it if I play it. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, fuck that. I'm playing. <laughs> and I had to email him back and say, yo, is it clean? I said, it has to be clean. Right. And he said, nah, it's not clean. I said, well, fuck it. I'll clean it. Mm. He said, well, when are you going to play? I said, tomorrow. And that, <laughs> and that was on a Saturday when I got it. Right. So, like, why did it take, like, so long? Because, you know, we had, like, the Purple Chase. We had all these right. great classic albums. Why did it take for you so long to come out on a solo tip? Remember, like I said, I'm still learning. Okay. When I say I wrote my first rhyme, Miss Me a Chess Boxing, mm-hmm. when I when I recorded it, that's my first time recording in a studio. Wow. Okay. You understand? So everything that you see me doing, when you hear me on Raekwon's album, when mm-hmm. you hear me on every album that came out of the camp, all of those steps. There's a process. There's mm-hmm. a process as far as me learning and and getting better but that's you know crazy though because <clears throat> when we would hear you mm. it was all we already thought yo he's seasoned he's ready to go i'm hey. learning we, from we need him <laughs> we need a solo album from this dude right you know right. so like th- that's what we were waiting for i mean mm. i was really waiting for that and you're just telling me now that you were just learning the process and you said just to taught you like how to yeah i mean that first the first rhyme <clears throat> Excuse me. I went to I went to him for mm-hmm. to know what I wanted to know what he thought about it. Okay. I just had thoughts on paper. Okay. You know what I mean? And like I said, when he read it, mm-hmm. when once I got that approval of his, because you know I respect his intelligent level. Right. You know what I mean? And once he told me I had something, I started to build from there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what's up. Now, like getting back to like the albums itself. The whole catalog of Wu Tang Clan, and I know, um, you know, I, I've heard, you know, Raekwon, I heard Method Man, I heard Ghost talk about like some albums. Like, ah, I'm, I'm really not feeling those albums. Mm. Are there any particular albums that you just weren't feeling? You know, just like uh, I just don't like the the direction that this album that it's going into. I think for me, um, I've always been excited when when I've when I when I've seen the bat signal, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. When I when I when I see the call, I'm excited to go and get it in. You know what I mean. But like I said, now for other artists within my group, they might they might be more seasoned or they've been doing this longer than I have. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for them, you know, they they might have a different idea or 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 they might see something as as far as where they might want something as far as the direction of music to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, my passion for it, you know, is still high. You know oh, okay, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Right, it's like, right. you know, so for me, it's it's always still exciting, you know what I mean, to still, you know, come together, be with my brothers, make good music and do what we do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I've, you know, it's always a, an exciting time for me. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, Power, I want to ask you, because, like, you are, like, the glue to Wu-Tang. Are there any albums that you weren't, like, too fond of? No, I actually love 
Get, get to it, because yeah, we need to hear this. I said, um, nah. Um, shit, at the end of the day, I actually appreciated them all because um, mm-hmm. they was milestones. Each one of them was like a different notch under your belt. It's like everyone was a bad bitch that I had. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know? So to me, nah, I, I appreciated them all because it was... um. That was the making of the history. That okay. was that was that was the fun was in the the, the muscle of doing it, mm-hmm. just to just to get up and go, you well, know what I mean. So for me, my greatest appreciation was to just actually again, like he said, be a part of it, you know, and act actually be actively doing it. It's all different chambers as okay. well, you know what I mean. Okay. Yeah. Um, th- this is what I want to ask you guys too. Like both of you, you can stay right up to the microphone too. Um. The last album that was sold, what, for like a million dollars? Now, were you guys in favor of that project uh, being sold just for that? And uh, because, like, actually the last album that we, the public heard, was for the, Then A Better Tomorrow. Right. Now, my question, it's a two-part question. Um, were you in favor of how that last album went down and... We also want to know, is that album different? Did it sound different than than A Better Tomorrow? Because A Better Than A Better Tomorrow was a little different mm. from from the, the the fan base, the hardcore Wu-Tang fan base, but we still appreciate it, though. So anybody can go ahead and well, answer that first. Well, I'll tell you, from the making of that album, whatever whatever that album, uh, Once Upon a Time in Shaolin, I think yep. the name of it, mm-hmm. um... That was never introduced to me mm-hmm. personally as this was gonna be a Wu Tang Clan album. Mm. You know what I mean? It was like I was I was called by someone and told you know they was making a mixtape. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. And this mixtape that you know was brought together because you know I guess he had everybody as far as the other members. Mm-hmm became that particular album. Right. You know what I mean? I never heard it. This is the really? first this is the first project that I've ever been a part of that I didn't get to hear even my my finished work. Like mm-hmm. the finished I don't even know how I sound on that album. Mm-hmm. Like I I didn't even hear anything. I didn't I don't I don't know. You know what I mean? Really? This is the first project I can say I I haven't even heard my verse besides so you, when so I did it. So you can't even compare it to other Wu Tang albums. Nah. I, I don't wow. even know what I don't even know what it sounds like. Power, did you did you hear what it sounds like? I'll take a no comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll speak on it. Okay, uh, this is basically all the Wu Tang albums were done in collaboration with everybody. Okay, this was a project somebody put together from different verses, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like a collaborative collaborative um, project. You know what I mean? Like, they go in the studio, they work off each other. Mm-hmm. This was just verses and pieces all put together. So, mm-hmm. as far as the chemistry I've always seen with the Wu-Tang album, mm-hmm. it wasn't there. It's oh, a project okay. that got pieced together, and I'll speak on some other cats from the clan that the same thing with them. They put verses, they thought it was like for a, a, a mixtape for okay. different tracks. They didn't know it was going to get put together as a Wu-Tang album. Did you hear it? You heard it? No. Oh, <laughs> now now nobody is, heard this. Is, is it true that that uh, because what, what is the Martin? I, I can't Screlly pronounce it. Screlly. Yeah. Screlly. Now is it true that if 
Bill Murray has to like steal the album back then. That that's not true yeah. because that because I I thought I didn't know if that was like a media like a a media slash you know internet myth or something it, like that. It, it's so, a myth. Uh, somebody just. Somebody oh, so, just, so they were just, just fucking with us. Somebody just needs to smash that dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a marketing gimmick, Joe. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, now, yeah, and, and you know what? Because you gotta steal it back. I actually, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Because you know, I, I heard what 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 I heard what what Method Man was saying, and he and like he mentioned somebody else. But like you said, you know, we ain't got to get into that. But you know, as Wu Tang fans. Mm. We wanted to hear because I think like he was actually playing stuff on his YouTube channel and and to be honest, I think I because I, I was watching him live one night. Yeah. I think it was on Periscope or something like that. I turned it on because I'm like, well, I really don't want to hear that album like that. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? So I really wasn't feeling it, but um mm. not the hell with him. But anyway. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, I tried to tell Ghost that. Oh my when, God! <laughs> when, when he was talking all that on Ghost, yeah. I was like, "Yo, why don't you step in, have him step in the ring and fight for the?" If you, he said he was going to end Ghost's career. I'm like, make that bet. Step in the ring with Ghost, and if you beat him, happen. he'll stop rapping. He won't do that. If Ghost yeah. beats you, give uh, us the album. How tall is Ghost? Is he like six four? Six three, six four. Man, come on, please. Yeah. But it, it would have been worth it to see him. Man, look, man, please. I, that's no comment on that. But, um, but Master Kill, if if you could change anything in the group, what would it be? Man, if I could change anything in the group, mm-hmm. wow, that's tough. That's tough. You know, um, wow, that's that's tough. I don't know what I would change besides. Just working more with my brothers. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? That's all I really want to do. You know what I mean? More of what we started. Okay. Now, um, now I totally agree with that because uh, the one thing I like about what you guys did, you you were trendsetters, but the fact of it is uh, you have us, meaning, you know, people in this room that, you know, we were like, early 20s when we were first put on the Wu and then we just saw it just blow up over you know just all over the world Mm. which is crazy and then now this leads into my next question because there's been times that let me just back up okay I'm gonna tell this story I wasn't gonna tell it but I'm I'm gonna tell it anyway yesterday I'm on Facebook right Mm. this dude I don't even know who he is (laughs) but he has a radio station a radio show down in Richmond? I'm not for sure. I know it's down in Virginia somewhere. Petersburg, Richmond, something like that. All right. Now, I go on his page, and he says that he's a Wu-Tang affiliate. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I, I never heard of him before. Because what, what I'm trying to get at is mm-hmm. there's been over the last past couple years that we have seen people – link up with the Wu sign mm. saying that the Wu Tang affiliates. Mm. And, you know, you got the dude cutting his dick off, something I don't know. <laughs> and then right. but right. not even just that, but it's just the, <laughs> it's just the fact yeah, that crazy. Wow. people have been making bad music and they've been attaching Wu Tang 
to that, saying that they're Wu-Tang affiliates. How serious is that symbol to you? Because to this day, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't put up the W. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's almost that's almost symbolic as putting up a fraternity sign. I do it the show. If you're not if you're not <laughs> in a fucking fraternity, right. why the fuck are you putting that up for? Right. If you're not in the gang, why are you why are you throwing up signs for yeah, it? Right. So True. I don't do that. So like how important is that sign? And what is your thoughts about people linking on to and saying that they're Wu Tang affiliates? Right. I mean I mean, we've been going through that. Since we, you know, introduced ourselves to the world, right? You know what I mean. I mean, if you, I mean, just from from every aspect, you know what I mean. We could, we could, we could, uh, we could go to uh, my brother Ray has an album released tonight. You know, his album is crazy. You know, he, <laughs> he, have, he has an album released right. tonight, right? Now, if we go there mm-hmm. and something happened, mm-hmm. me and Ray might be over here mm-hmm. chilling. But if something happens in our mix, we might get written like Wu Tang Clan did such mm-hmm. and such. Right. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Or you know somebody that might know me. You know what I'm saying? And you know he he makes music. Mm-hmm. He knows me. He don't even know whatever whatever. Right. But just because of his relationship with me, you know he he might want to exploit that to his advantage and gotcha. say he's affiliated on you know. We've been we've been going through that since since day one. Hey, you Power Kent, I mean? because like you're you're the mastermind behind this. How do you monitor that? You, you know what I mean, Power. Like how how do you monitor that? Like who's who's an actual affiliate? Because like I said, it's not even just like the whole nonsense, but it's just like, like when, when they attach their when they attach their name to it, we automatically say, oh shit. We're gonna play this song, or we're we're, we're gonna listen to this song. Right. And to be honest, the music is not even good. It's not even me personally. It's not even Wu Tang standards. So, power. My question to you is, how do you monitor all that? Well, I'll start by saying, first of all, you know that's not my job to monitor. Okay. Right. A lot of that stuff. A lot of the extra add-on pieces, like Killer just said, I would say a majority of them is just random kamikazes, but then you have others that are kind of somewhat affiliated throughout the different artists in the gotcha. group. So a thing like that is really something that has to be monitored by the guys themselves. You know, mm-hmm. it's about really keeping it tight because th- that's actually a good statement that you said slash question because it is a big problem. It's like, yo, can anybody just run around and fuck around with Nike shit like that? Absolutely. No, right. they can't. You can't just do that, right? right? And if a and if a ball player is signed to Nike, right, and he allowing certain things to happen or whatever, whatever, they got clauses and shit like mm-hmm. that, and they contracts for right. for decency and all type of shit. Right. Well, you can't do this, you can't do that, and if you do, nigga, you getting fined. You might yeah. get docked off the team. Mm-hmm. Right. Whatever, whatever might happen to you. So. I would say that that's more or less, you know, and we're going to take it back to the Abbott because he's the RZA, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I'm even saying on that level, that part of it starts with him, with the artistry. The other half of it, where I'm pretty much more or less, you know, um, the shot caller is when it comes to products and things of okay. that nature that we've been doing, you know okay. what I'm saying? So that's really where my world of the whole branding came in. As far as who our brothers is and what our starting team always is and has been, has always been the non-group members, right? So if somebody say something to me like, yo, P, 
Wu Tang. Well, who you talking about? You gotta say Meth. You gotta say Rizzo. You gotta mm-hmm. say Ray. You gotta say you gotta say Master. If you don't say his name, then it ain't necessarily Wu Tang. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And outside right. of after that, the only other thing that I feel personally that we had that wasn't the Wu Tang Clan was Killer Army and Sons of Man because that was our initial family right. offspring. Mm-hmm. That was the that was the natural, organic grassroots offspring where dudes wasn't doing it for the bag. Mm-hmm. They was doing it for the love and the support right. of the brotherhood and the movement of what we was doing. It wasn't about the bag. Mm-hmm. So as the bag became the target, mm-hmm. you know, you have a lot more brothers losing a lot of focus because they trying to actually get to things that, you know, probably they need to satisfy in their life, mm-hmm. that they haven't having a chance to grab onto yet. And when you get that feeling, Mm-hmm. It's just like getting some pussy or getting high. Right. Sometimes you you lose yourself in it. Gotcha. You don't know what else to do. You know what I'm saying? So I so to answer the question once again, I would say that that thing right there really has to start fundamentally mm-hmm. with the group and the guys because a lot a lot of time I would I would have this kind of conversation with them and say, yo, you don't understand like. When you let that happen, you letting yourself get more cheap. And not only is the right. brand getting cheap, but you looking a little more cheap because right. it's like, yo, what part of it is you playing? You know what I'm saying? And, that, you got to balance that. And you know, you're absolutely right because at one point, um, I, I can't remember like the particular year, but at one point, it was just so many of these Wu-Tang affiliates popping up and we're just like, oh, you know, just whatever. You know, and not right. saying that we dismissed your group, mm-hmm. but we, like you said, it made it look whack. It may, it may, it, it may, it may, it may, it may, it may, even the icons that you love at Wu Tang look whack because you standing there going, "Yo, I already know how they rock. I know how they quality control. I know how they made it. So yep. why is they letting this happen?" Right. right? So that's yep. something where you gotta. They got. They have to understand what it is, right? And and be willing to call those shots. See, early on, Absolutely. why it was so tight. Is because you had guys like myself that yep. was willing. All right, if he going if he going shot me in the back, he gonna have to shot me in the back for this one. Why? Because we got a force field around this, mm-hmm. and 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 nobody can't enter. You can't enter like that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You got to be already in to be entered. If not, you might get injured. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Quote from his lyric. Mm-hmm. Right? But nah, you can't do that. But as time, and like I said, the money, the success, the the egos. Mm-hmm. The attitudes and all the things come into play. Again, it's like drugs. It's like a high. You don't know. You, you got to balance that. If you don't balance that, then you get lost in the source. Right. And and that's your thing. Right. This thing of ours. This thing. Whatever it is. Whoever it is. That's where you start seeing the chinks and the different things. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys addressed it. Um, I'm glad you you guys like recently just well not recently but you guys. Uh, Took a hold of you. Like, all right, you just all right. D- d- this shit has got to stop. Right. We don't know who you are. You're cool. You're cool. We don't know who you are, so you, you can't be doing that. <laughs> but even if they are, I mean, it's only one Wu Tang Clan. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So anything outside of the foundation of that, you know, it's not Wu Tang Clan. And, and let me say this too, okay. not to cut you off, just to add on to what he's saying. 
Yeah, because also, now you gotta check this too. As much as I said it's the guys in the group and the foundation, now you also gotta check the people that's being swindled by it, who's not Absolutely. doing the right journalism and, and, and research and going, wait a minute, who, you know what? You can't even come in a building then. You ain't, nah, you ain't what it is. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. Like, so it works both ways, too. Because a lot of people will get swindled, right? And then they won't say nothing to you about it until they found out they've been swindled. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you thought it was all good, you was willing to use it. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? It'd be for your purpose. So right. you got to look at it with that kind of, of, of objective both ways. Gotcha. Well, I mean, and that's like the on Instagram, there's the official Master Kill official page on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's fake. The cat oh, is shit. that cat. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What, on, yeah. on Instagram? Yeah. Real, man. Ma- real. Say it exactly. Yeah. Though. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. Master Kill music is the real. Okay. Yeah. But, okay. That that that's the one I. Right. That yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The fake one is real Master Killer. Uh huh. And he's up on there trying to charge cats. He got LeBron James Instagram and all, and, and Twitter serious? and all that. And he he's Mark. using other artists. He had a fake KRS one page and everything. <laughs> And he's charging people to promote through Master Killer's page and everything. Did, did you did you promote it to Insta? I mean, did you report we, it? We tried to report it to Instagram, but they haven't done anything. So, I mean, that's been going on a couple years now. So, man, so. this is like an additional question. Like, has that hurt your your brand a little bit? Um, it's hard to say okay. because it's you know I don't actually know everything that a person is doing under under that banner. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he's okay. saying stuff that I might not even know, because that's not me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't even I don't even have no con- I don't even know who who that is. Mm-hmm. You know so what I mean, yeah, I mean, and the, and the whole thing from being like on the inside, on the outside, and the inside mm-hmm. is that you know South America. There's there's all these Wu Tang groups that are claiming Wu Tang that have right. no affiliation to anybody, and like people question me like, why do you put Wu Tang on your thing? Like I always look at it like. If it's not one of the generals, like mm-hmm. you're not connected to the general directly, right. then like you got no right to use that woo symbol. Because now you got cats that are like, they get a little feature, they send in some money to get a verse from Killa or Jizzo right. or whoever. And then next thing you know, they claim they're like a Wu Tang affiliate. Like, no, you pay for a verse. That doesn't mean that That's you. That's how I got swindled in some of the um the tracks that were sent to me. Because they, like, they would have in the, uh, in the, in the, in, in the subject matter, you know, Wu Tang affiliates. I'm like, oh shit, mom, I'm yeah. playing this. And I, and I mean, <laughs> you know? and last thing to speak on, on on for power side is that you go on Facebook, and this has been an ongoing battle that I've been dealing with for Jizza. Mm-hmm. And then I know Power and his people got to deal with it. They got the sponsored ads, and you'll see like a Wu Tang shirt or Wu Tang yeah, yeah, coffee yeah, mugs. Yeah. Jizza, mm-hmm. that's all bootleg. Really? Yep. And we we I, shut I, them I, down. I, I didn't know that. We shut them down, and that. and next thing you know, as soon as we shut them down, they restarted. I did not know that. I so, thought that it, that was. Official? No. Mm-hmm. Unless it says Wu brand, it ain't. <laughs> I didn't know that. But I mean, that's that's how that's how scattered everything's become. Official Wu Tang brand Wu Yeah. On that no power, I just have to say, the Wu store. That <laughs> shit was so fucking official. <laughs> I remember I got a story real quick, and we're gonna get back into the uh, into the into the interview part. Me and my brother. This is the days before GPS and internet was just about was was about to pop. And landmarks is where you can find shit. And that's what we did. <laughs> what, what was it? What was it? Uh, American Boulevard. Was um, it, 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 
with Staten Island? Yeah. Victory. Victory Boulevard. That's it. Victory Boulevard. We rode around. Where's Victory Boulevard at? No joke. And when we got up in there, it was like we reached the motherland. The, right. And I'm and I got a quick story too. That's where um me and my brother we went up in there spending our money. Mm-hmm. Before we left, the person that was running running the cash register, they were like, "Hey, well, um want to hear a new song?" <laughs> like me and my brother we were the only ones. Yeah. Like, shit, yeah. We want to hear a new song. <laughs> 97 Mentality. That's when Ooh. we first heard 97 Ooh. Mentality. And when it we were walking out, I when we were walking out, we saw you got and we saw somebody from Kill Army. Mm. Wow. Mm. Very nice people, man. Very mm. nice. And my first Wu Tang concert, Hot 97. This is when Tupac was in jail at, at Rikers Island. Mm. Damn. Buddha Monk came on the stage. It was it was notorious big. So for real. Yikes. Naughty by nature. Yikes. Um Budamon came on the stage and was like, it's a hundred it's a hundred of us outside, they won't let us in, and he slammed the microphone down and broke it. <laughs> Y'all came on so late, but it was the best show at Madison Square Garden. It was the wow. best show that I ever saw. Wow. I wow. want I want tickets for Angie. This is before I got into radio. Holy shit. I oh, want tickets for Angie Martinez. You know who was on that show the same day? The Angie Martinez gave away the tickets. The Roots. That's crazy. That that was probably one of my best shows that I ever saw. I was telling them outside. I seen them at club dances. They had a. a oh shit! It was they did two shows at night. One uh-huh. was early, and then another one was at night. Mm. And they had FOI there because you know FOI used to be at all the spots yep. in Philly. Mm. And um, I think the album had just dropped too because it was just me and two other people. We went. We went to the last show. Mm-hmm. And it was like fucking jam packed in that mm-hmm. shit. And I told my boy, I said, yo, we stand all the way in the fucking back where we can at least see the shit in the middle. Right. And then they came out and they had like at least about 300 people and shit up there. And Dude. I remember, um, I can't remember what song they was doing. It might have been Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. And then, uh, next thing you know, you see Meth come out. And then, uh, they started doing everything from the Thirty Six Chambers album, mm-hmm. and I was telling them I was out. We was out there, we was watching, and then Ray went to go bend down and shit, and he had this big ass chain on. Mm-hmm. And we seen his hand go up, mm-hmm. so he backed up like this. What he had his, you know, he had his fist up and shit, mm-hmm. and then he turned around, and told DJ cut the shit off. He said the next motherfucker to grab my damn chain is on and shit. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, I seen old dirty bastard just come out of nowhere. It was right in the crowd and shit. Yo, well, and I told my boy, I said, "Yo, it's time to roll." Man. Well, well, you know, well, you know, OD, <laughs> you know, ODB was always in Willem Brooklyn Zoo was always in Willowbrook, yeah. New Jersey. I've always so heard that. So when I'm, you know, in Willowbrook, mm. I'm at the Seven Eleven. ODB and Buddha Monk walk in like, "Hey, how you doing?" And I'm just looking like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> the fuck y'all doing out here, and shit? Right. <laughs> I forget what the fuck I came in there to get. Yeah, and, right. and and they were just so you you could approach them. Yeah, approachable shit. You know what I mean? And and that's the one thing I like about you know Wu Tang is like they never were on any Hollywood shit. Nah. You know what I mean? And you know and and I and I always respect you guys for that. 
Thank you, brother. You know, just getting back into the question, and uh, but Bax, I ain't forget about you because I'm yeah. here. No, 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 no. I didn't forget about you, brother. Listen, uh, listen. You talking to legends, man? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it, it's time consuming. When Yo, you, the dude, yeah. the dude outside. I told him, I said, I said, you remember Ram Squad, right? He said, right. he said, hell yeah. I said, well, you know that's Bax in there. He was like. He said, shit, that is Bax. He said, I live right down the street from him. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, right. I ain't going to tell you where you said you lived there. But That's cool. You, you know yeah. what I mean? But, right you know, getting, getting back to, um, you know, Wu-Tang as a group, um, the one thing I always liked is they always had messages in their song. Yeah. You had to go back and listen to it a couple times to actually figure out what they were saying, but that's what the knowledge was. The knowledge came within the songs. Mm-hmm. Um Political, yeah, you you got political, but but it was good because you were you guys were our CNN per mm. se. Mm. You had our ears, and what you said was the gospel towards us, and then that made us go out and and read more and just do the knowledge. Mm. Yeah, and that's what I love. So, um, I wanted to get your thought on this is the political side of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I want to get your thoughts on President Trump right now. What what, what is what are your thoughts on that? I mean, when it comes to the whole political scene, brother, mm-hmm. um, I really don't think that. <laughs> I mean, political the political scene to me is is about business to me, right? You know what I mean? I don't really think that politically, any anybody that's in in, in, in a political position, mm-hmm. I don't really see where that trickles down to benefit the people mm-hmm. who I represent or the people from my neighborhood or my family or, mm-hmm. you know, my brother's family. You right. know what I mean? I don't really see, you know, those political moves, how they really, you know, help my but situation, yeah, the benefit, benefit yeah. you. Exactly. I don't really, I don't really see that. I know that's a, I know that's big business mm-hmm. for some families, mm-hmm. but I don't see how that, you know, benefits my people and my family when uh, it comes to political. Y- your new music, uh, do you do you touch upon uh, on that? Um, not really. Okay, not really. I mean, you know, there, you know, there's a jewel. Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, you know, but I don't get, I don't. You know, get too caught up into okay. politics and you know. Now, because um, I heard you on uh, Heat One Hundred this morning, and mm-hmm. like I said, we, you know, shout out the backs for for lining that up. That was a dope interview, right. and I already know your stance on the state of hip hop, so I'm not right. even gonna ask you that. But mm-hmm. my question to you is like a follow up with that with with the with the talk show host and um, the callers had asked, um, do you feel as though that it's a responsibility? Mm-hmm for the younger generation to touch on some of those aspects. Um, and and just like what you guys did back then mm-hmm. and still do now, you can still make those, you can make A record and then you can make B record. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and have a good balance. Do you think that it's up to the generation, the, the new generation that they have to uphold of what you guys did or you just say, hey, look, you know, you guys just do your own thing, but... You know, you drop, but you tell me to look, you know, just drop a jewel once in a while. Like, what is your thoughts on that? I mean, I think that, um, you know, everybody gets into, you know, this creative art for 
different reasons. Okay. Whatever they, you know, whatever they, you know, reason is. Um, some get in for the, just the love of making music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I I think that when you have the the the, the blessed opportunity mm-hmm. to speak to um, masses of people, mm-hmm. I think that it's very necessary to say something that someone can take home that's nourishing to their children gotcha. to, for the future of things. You mm-hmm. know, I, I feel like that's very necessary, yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But everyone doesn't approach this microphone for the same reasons. Right. You know what I mean? Now, we're going to get to the front because now we're going to talk about his project. Yeah. Now, I got that song. Now, what's it called? Therapy? Yes, sir. Dude, now, now quick quick note, side note, uh, Soulbug. You know that Adult Swim, if you watch Adult Swim, they played on Adult Swim. Damn. Didn't know that, did you? <laughs> nah, I ain't know that shit. So, you uh, know that song? I know the so song. You know the song, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know yeah, the yeah. song. But yeah. I didn't know they was playing on Adult Swim. Yeah. Damn. Uh. Dude. <laughs> and at one point, you know, everybody used to watch Adult Swim. And, and people still do. The one thing I do like about Adult Swim is because they play, they were playing that music in between the, the cartoons and yeah. the, and, and stuff like that right before you go to commercial. Mm-hmm. And when I got your song, mm-hmm. like I said, once again, I was like, okay, it's from Master Killer shit. I'm playing it. But then there's a featuring Method Man and Red Man. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. So I'm playing this motherfucker like eight times, eight, you know, I'm, this, this is instant rotation classic shit. I've been playing it on Beat Miners Radio, mm-hmm. so I was running that as soon as I got it. Wow. Thank so you, my, yeah. my question to you is, how, how did you hook up with Adult Swim and like how did that how did that song come out and is that the lead? Well, I know that that you're having a project out and I know that the song with you and Bax right. is the lead song. But like, is that song gonna be on the project? And no, that that was actually the first single. Oh, that was the first single. Yeah, okay, from the okay. project. Yeah, the song with me and Bax is the second single. Now, how did yeah. you hook up with Adult Swim? Um, through Nature Sounds. Yeah, through Nature Sounds. Damn, you still yeah. with Nature Sounds? Yeah, yeah. Word. Word. Yeah. Yep. God damn! I gotta give a hand clap for Man, that. I didn't, I didn't know that you were still with Nature Sounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, who the fuck sent me that song? Then probably Nature Sounds, right? Either that, or Sharif, <laughs> or Sharif Hakeem. Yeah, Sharif yeah, Hakeem yeah, sent us yeah, everything. Yeah, shout out to uh, Sharif, man, from Louisville, Kentucky. But um, mm. damn. So like, so how's that situation going with with Nature Sounds still? Um, you know, it's it's a, it's a, it's a good situation. Word. You know, what I mean, it's an outlet. You know what I mean? I get to you know work at my own pace, mm-hmm. do what I want. You know what I mean? Creatively. They've always put out good stuff too. Yeah, man. Yeah, Nature yeah. Sam has always put out really heavy, good stuff. Heavy stuff, man. Damn. Mm-hmm. So, so tell me about the new project that's coming out. The uh, the name of the new project is called Loyalty is Royalty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, like I said, the first single Therapy featuring me, uh, Meth and Red. Mm-hmm. Um, second single called um, What the OGs Told Me. You know, I, what I, mean? I, I heard that song today. Uh, I, I think power. I think once uh, I leave out of here, I check my emails. I got that song to play uh, Sunday, right? Yep. Okay. See. Yeah. yeah. Love yeah. power. I'm yeah. sorry, but power yeah. that though, too. You know, featuring my, my brother Bax from Word. the legendary Ram Squad. You know Word. what I mean? And um, yeah, man. Let loyalty is royalty. That's what we doing right now. Uh, how how many tracks are on the um on the album? About 13, 14. 13, 13? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's coming out in Nature Sound. And when does the album drop? Um, I think sometime in June. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, who June? Summertime. Summertime. Yeah. Festivals. <laughs> God damn. So so you you got you got a shows. Well, you just came back from from doing the show, right? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. came back from Cali. Okay. You know what I'm saying, you know, constantly working. You know? That's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah. 
Damn. Now, my other question is, um, I've heard in the grapevine that it's going to be because the Woo Block album, that was fucking classic, yeah. too. I heard, and I might be wrong, Wu Tang Clan, Who Can't Click album coming out? Wow, now see, I haven't heard that. Uh, did I you hear that, Mike? I have heard that. I've, I've heard I've rumors heard of it. I I've mean, heard. the only thing that's out now is um, there's a, a Timbo King and, and Tech mixtape out that now. Shit okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, that shit right, is crazy. That shit is crazy. Yeah, right, it's right, tough. Yeah. Right, right. right. No Gee, I, I see you want to say something. Like, have you heard something about that? I mean, that's something when I was at Razor Sharp, mm. I had talked to uh, Drew Hobb about like back in the day about doing mm. a mixtape. And I don't know, but I've heard some rumors about it too. But I mean, if Killer hasn't heard, I don't know. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's something that even back in 95, I talked to Drew Hobb about, mm-hmm. about doing, which I mean, for hip hop right now, it's, it's what's needed. Mm. There's a couple of, it seems like Wu-Tang is, but you guys are always are there, but I'm seeing... Did you do you got the Hellraiser um mixtape? I might, I might. I'm not even sure. That shit is crazy. Hellraiser, um, Joe Young. Yeah, I have Joe Young. Joe I, Young? I played Joe Young when um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple yeah, of yeah. times I was there. I put you on to her. I said yep. this, this Joe, this cat named Joe Young. Well, well, you know, you know what the crazy thing about it is when I had terminology up here. Mm-hmm. No, you were here, right? Nah, I ain't made no, it. No, you one. didn't make it there. Yeah. Okay, terminology came right. Mm-hmm. Dane Grease came. Dude that was sitting beside me said, hey, my name is Joe Young. I said, oh, yeah, how you doing? I said, then right when we were about to end the podcast, I said, wait a minute. I played you. I said, you you got that crack babies with meth. He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, all right, we're, we're, we're doing the extra part of the podcast now. Mm. Then I interviewed him. Because mm. you're on the song, I don't know if it's Joe Young, yeah. the projects. Projects, exactly. Yep, yep, yep. Have you yeah. played that, Buck? Yeah, I played that, that too. Shit, that shit. That album was tough, man. <laughs> that fucking album was tough, man. Mm. So, like, like I said, like the official cats are doing something, and I and I love that. Mm. You know, you got Raekwon out right now. Mm. I mean, it's just, I mean, and why are you down here with me doing a podcast? And he has an album release party. Where's Where's Raekwon's album release party at? That's, that's that's in the city. It's in the city going down tonight. Oh you shit! But what, what time? Um, okay, we're about to get out of here then. <laughs> yeah, we're about to get out of here. But um, how can people get in contact with you uh, if they want verses or anything? And please run all that out because, like, I didn't know that there was, like, especially on Facebook, when I saw, like, the symbol, I mm-hmm. thought it was an official one, but G just put me up on game. I didn't know. But right. how can people get in contact with you personally? Right, well, you but know. Well, not we know, not telephone numbers and shit like that but right i mean you know my brother power you know we we working strong together right okay. now you know what i'm saying so um you know through his information you know what i'm saying you know i'm pretty sure he'll give it out to you you know that's what what's saying? up you know wu-tang brand um and um yeah you know what okay. i'm saying yeah now Bax, how you been doing over there, man? I'm good, man. I'm I'm good now I'm i want to get into this because there's always been a connection with ram squad and 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 Wu Tang now Bax now if yeah. you don't if you don't know who Bax is I don't know you must have been living under the fucking rocks but <laughs> yeah. you know he's a part of the legendary um, Wu Tang uh, Ram Squad you know rest in peace to to Tommy Hill I actually interviewed Tommy Hill that was probably one of the 
craziest interviews, but it was it, it was a good interview, but it was kind of crazy. But <laughs> Bax, how did Ram Squad and Wu Tang hook up? Because the one song that y'all that you actually mentioned Wu Tang, and I'm like, oh shit, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm I'm rocking with Ram Squad, right. you know, a kid from Jersey, yeah. I'm rocking with Ram Squad. So like, right. so tell me about that, fam. Uh, well, basically, it just was, you know, it was just based on um, us Ram Squad following the Wu Tang uh, hustle from start to finish. So we've been we scouted them and we did our homework on how they did things and because they was winning and we wanted to win. So we took some of their formula and put our twist to it and became the squad. Right. You know what I'm saying and. The, we put a record out independently. They did that. We went to a distributor who distributed some of their independent records. You know what I'm saying? Like we we pretty much just made sure we followed their format so we can have success or or, or, or try to be successful as much as possible. So, with that being said, when when they would get shows, when they would book them in Philly, we would make sure we on that venue. If we had to rough the promoter up or <laughs> grease his palms or whatever. Why you laughing, We on this motherfucker. Why you laughing, Buck? Whatever it's going to take. story after the you microphones go off. Okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it was just on some art by any means necessary. Make sure we, uh, we know. Because at the time, uh, it was a void in Philly hip hop. We wasn't it's getting was. respected. We yeah. wasn't getting respected. It was like New York cats would come out here and make all the money, and the Philly cats we just get to open up for them and as a promotional thing. You know what I mean? And we didn't like that. We was like, yo, we should we we should be making money too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we we gonna get we gonna be dope like them. Mm-hmm. We gonna blow up like them so we can be we can merit getting paid to perform at night too. You know what I mean? So. When they when they would come down, you know, we would we would we would book, be on them the same venue. So it started being like us and them us every time they come down. So now it's like yo, we building a relationship anyway because we keep being on the same venue. You know what I'm saying? Man, let me tell you something. Ram Squad have Philly in a chokehold. Yeah, every- I appreciate that because a lot of people tend to forget that. Look. You I mean? should, I look what? me and Soulbuck, we're from we're from South Jersey. Okay. And we appreciated back then what Philadelphia was bringing to the table with, you know, the hip hop shows and mm-hmm. everything like that. Right. And when you guys came out, we yeah. were like, okay. And you know, the Richard Allen, the fucking album cover is Classic. Look, I'm gonna keep it real. I was scared to go to that shit. I, I seen was, it one time. I was like, "Yo, I ain't fucking going over there." I was <laughs> like, "Yo, we pay." I was like, "Nah, it's nah, fuck right. that, dude." Right. That shit look grimy as hell. I was like, "Nah, man, I'm good." It was grimy. Fuck <laughs> that. Very. Coming from me and Buck, spent time in Camden, New Jersey. Right. Which, if you can spend time in Camden, New Jersey, you could damn near go anywhere. Richard Allen? Yeah. I was like, nah, no, 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 like, nah I'm good. No, 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 no. I said, we turning nah, this nah, way. real shit, man. I was like, nah, yeah, it was, nah I'm it was, good. It was definitely a dangerous place if yeah. you didn't have the right information <laughs> when you <laughs> was asked a question. But at the end of the day, it was just like any other uh, 
neighborhood in, in, in urban areas, you know what I'm saying? Do you want to say something? <laughs> Plus, when they rolled into a show, it was like the same as like amount of people as Wu Tang. There'd be like 150 cats yeah. from Richard yeah. That's facts. Yeah, we would bring we would bring our whole neighborhood yeah. and, and solidify our crowd. See, p- people think we was doing that too uh, on a violent side, but actually, we were just making sure our shows be dope. So we would stay. We would make sure we got a a packed house. If it wasn't a packed house, it's gonna be packed by the time we get there. Did you, know you guys what I'm have any idea what the impact that you made in Philly? Not even just in Philly, because uh, you were starting to get uh, yeah, like, oh, across the country. Yeah. You're starting to get that recognition. Do you yeah. guys actually know like what 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 you guys had back then? Um. Yeah. Yeah, actually we did, yeah. We knew exactly what we had and what we was trying to do and where we was trying to go. Um, we 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 always knew that the city, it was a void in the hip-hop with, as far as the city. It, it, it didn't respect, they didn't respect us anymore after like Cool C and Steady B and their, their uh, demise and things like that. So it was a big void at one time. Mm-hmm. Of nothing, it was just nothing. Yeah, nobody. I mean, like zero. And so we 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 wanted to do something about that. I mean, we also we always was fan of hip hop anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and then, you know, so once we, once I, I'll tell you a quick story. Uh-huh. Go ahead. We used to be bagging up and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And it'd be time consuming. So. I used to make it fun. Mm-hmm. Now we all be sitting around, I'd be like, yo, bust around. Mm-hmm. And they could be like saying a little ABC type of rhyme for joy. We just playing around, actually, just to get through what we were doing. You know what I'm saying? To, to kill time. And then I, I actually started becoming very good at it. You know what I mean? To a point where my man, like, hey, listen, we're going to stop playing with this because that, that rhyme you just said, Today, did you write? You got? You can say that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can say that again. I, I wrote all of that, and he never knew that. He never knew I was writing that. Mm-hmm. So once, once you know, I started writing, and then once Tommy Hill came home from jail, mm-hmm. you know, he had a book of rhymes like mm-hmm. that. Like, like, wow, you got a book? I got a book. We both got books. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And my man had the means to make us make it happen if we record a record, you know what I'm saying, and and he had the means to pay for it and things like that. So we we said, well, we might as well try to make a record. Mm. I mean, so I I was friends with Shadacious. I grew up with Shadacious. Mm. Right, right. You see what I'm mm. saying? I grew up with Shadacious. Shadacious already had a record deal with RCA. Mm-hmm. So when we when we started making our record, we targeted Shadacious and EST. Mm. We targeted both of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, we're gonna go through these dudes and 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 and, and get get learn how to do whatever we need to do through these dudes. And so it just so happened that um, Shadacious was on, uh, had a deal, and I grew up with him as a child in the Blumberg's project because mm-hmm. that's where I'm originally from, mm-hmm. Blumberg project. So I knew him, so that made it real easy. I went right and seen him. Like, yo, we want to make a record. He like get out of here, y'all don't make a record, man. Y'all know what y'all be doing. I'm like, no, we won't make a record for real. How much is it gonna cost us to make a record? Mm. So and that's that's where it began. And um to this day, you know, our whole mission was to for one, to put our neighborhood on the map, 
Mm-hmm. And then for two, to create avenues where we didn't have to do illegal things to make revenue, you know what I mean, to generate revenue. So, and we conquered that, and we did that. So yeah, I'm sure very did, grateful man. for that. I you mean, know what I mean? It's crazy, man. I mean, like you guys, you know, when you hear, you know, groups like State Property, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, but help me out, like Philly's Most Wanted, yeah, um, major figures, yeah, yeah, major yeah. figures. I mean. Like you guys were the start of all that. Yeah, we the we the masterpiece of Philly. Mm-hmm. Like we the we the we the guys who actually brought uh, a box of CDs at the Universal One Stop, put them in the back of the trunk, and rode around the city and sold every last one of them. That's then went up and got another box and did it again, and then went and got another box and did it again. You know what? This is my last question, and, and, and mm-hmm. Masculine and Bassy, I mean, you guys can answer this. Yeah. How important is it now, or is it even important, radio airplay? Because you know how radio is now. Right. Um, I always like to ask my, my artists this, uh, that, that come up uh, either on the radio show or, you know, on the podcast. How important is it, or is it even is it even important to get radio airplay right now? I would think um, radio is very important. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's a... It's a it's a it's a major line of communication. Mm-hmm. Now, what I wouldn't do is compromise my creative integrity mm-hmm. to be on radio. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I would say, you know, keep that what it's supposed to be as far as the heart and soul of your music. Mm-hmm. But radio is definitely very important. I would say. What about you, Bax? Uh, I think I think without 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 radio. You, you like a fish out of water. You See, know what I'm saying? Like my my whole thing about it is, and I tell the artists this, maybe because I have like a different, you know, because I'm on the inside. Mm. So I tell them, you know, I say, well, you know, you don't need radio like that. And they're like, what do you mean? I said, there's, I said, look, it's not like how it was like back in the 80s and 90s. Mm. You know, you have different means of getting your getting your music out there. I mean, you have blogs, you have, right. you have uh, uh, internet radio, you have... Uh, uh, serious radio, like right. satellite radio. I said, now, we all know that uh, radio is not like how it was years ago. Like, like, like you said back, you know, mm-hmm. just standing outside here, keep playing my record. You know, it's like it's it's not like that anymore. You mm-hmm. know, and and I hate to say it, you know, it's it's like a like a young man's sport now because of the fact that you hear all this other music, and like you know what, let them do what they're doing over there. That's great and all that. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I like about What's going on right now, especially with the veterans out there, just like you guys right mm-hmm. now, you guys have your own lane, mm-hmm. and you're making money. And, and like this one artist came up here, I'm not gonna say his name. He said, you know, I'm not trying to be lyrical because it's not that you don't make money like that. I'm like, what the fuck are you listening to? <laughs> Do you see that these guys are touring? They're this going nigga they're going overseas and they're making money. Right. They're, they're going around the United States and making money. Right. I said, so you're still trying to get played on a station. Power 99. Right. It ain't going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. So, like, what do you guys thought? Like, y- y'all looking at me like, this um, motherfucker crazy. I, I, <laughs> you know, like I said, I, I believe, you know, like I said, I, the new way of getting music out is good. Mm-hmm. 
but sometime I think the artists, the younger artists, they don't know the footwork side of it, so they don't think they have to do that. Gotcha. Where they, I come they from, they want to Facebook share you to death. Yeah, where I come from, <laughs> you, we're going on a promo tour. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that ain't the fancy I'm balling, I'm blinged out tour. Mm-hmm. That's hey. what we're doing right now. Like in the studios and radio stations all day, rubbing elbows, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that part is like, I call it running for mayor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if you ain't running for mayor, then I think that side is missing from 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 a lot of artists, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't know that, yo, you really have to do this. Like I, I'm pulling up in in, in 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 neighborhoods with Master Killer, and we getting out, and we going into quote mom and pop type radio places, and they like blown away. Like nobody does this anymore. Nobody like, does, like to be, I'm still surprised that you guys are still here. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying nobody does this anymore. Be honest. So, but I know that, and and it's like and Killer, and, and like for my brother, the the things that they doing for me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna definitely do these things for them. Right. You know what I mean? Because this is how the people get to feel you. Mm. See, sometimes people want that. Like your record ain't gotta be the best if you you a people's person and you selling it the right way without it being dope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like so, a lot of times it's respect carries gets you through. Now, so if everybody respecting you, you know what I'm saying? Well, then you now, you still good. I have uh, a good friend of mine. She came up here. Okay. Copy. You sure you say your name right? Kathia. Kathia. <laughs> no, Fucking her name up, man. Hey, look, Jay, look that's Jay Grady. Jay yeah, Grady. it's Jay Grady's fault, Jay, damn it. Jay Grady, look. Kathia. Oh, that's my man. Oh, Jay. Uh, 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 he got the, he do the promotions, right? Yeah, he used to. He retired. Yeah, he retired. Oh, he's yeah, done. He retired. Okay, yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Now, Kathia Woods, like, she is like a staple in Philadelphia, uh, the culture of Philadelphia hip-hop. Okay. Just an in industry because she has a radio show. She she just came back from South by Southwest. Right. Hashtag gangster shit. Yeah, right. I mean, really. And like put, <laughs> and she's putting on an incredible show. So like do you have any questions for Bax and Master Killer real quick? I'm kinda glad that you talked about um radio and promotion. Because mm-hmm. people don't do the interface, the face to face in stores. Because at the right. end of the day the fans still wanna you know, they seen the video, we done hit click, right. and we down downloaded the music. Right. At some point, they still want to have the the face-to-face. Mm. But I guess the question really is, how do we, like, help bridge the diff- the gap? Because, you know, we're older, we're set in our ways, right. we like what we like, and, you know, it's going to look crazy we come out there trying to be... You know, with the colored dreadlocks mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. skinny jeans, and right? Big ass right. sneakers, you know, right? Now, right. Now you are going to lose all your cred points, right? But at the same time, how do we help, especially here in Philly, where New York, we know all about the culture, right? In Philly, these young people don't know about Ram Squad, right? They barely know about Schoolie, right? They don't know about. We don't have our, you know, any right. movie, any documentary, right. any YouTube five-minute video. Right. Like, we have nothing. Right. And that's why it's important, guys. Like, you do come in and tell the story, but how do we preserve the history without, you know, because when we were 20, we didn't want somebody preaching to right. us and telling us the music you're hearing, right. your clothes is wrong. Well, we find middle ground. You know, how do you find, how can we achieve that a little bit? Um, I, I think what we're doing right now, 
you know, actually, you know, still shows the youth and, you know, even, you know, people of, of, of our age group that this can still be done and it's, and it's still relevant. You right. know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, people from, you know, from our level of creativity, we could get discouraged because we might feel, oh, this way is not winning. It's not working anymore because of the saturated, um, you know, audience and how things are being done today. But I think exactly what we're doing right now, you know what I'm saying? I think this helps to bridge that gap and show everyone that, yeah, we can still make it work. Yeah, I I, I just think um, if, if we, by us being active so long, I, if I was a younger artist, I would I would be intrigued by that. So I just think us just still being active. That's our way of of letting them know if you want to be in this game this long, you're gonna have to try to take pointers from guys like us, and that's what I think. That's the difference. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you another uh, a story. We're in uh we're recording the album for Universal. We're in Atlanta. We in Eric Sherman's rim shop. Mm, okay. Peach okay. Tree. We on Peach Tree. We yep. in Eric Sherman's rim shop. Uh we get re- we get reforecast. We gotta do more records. We gotta make some bigger records. So we're in Atlanta. We we kinda we kinda down. We kinda press. And um Two Short is there. Mm-hmm. Two Short is recording there and Shaba Ranks is recording there. At this, while we talking to Eric Sherman. Mm-hmm. And Two Shorts comes in the room, he said, listen, I know I heard about y'all. I said, well, can you give me some advice on how to become like Short Dog? Like how do I get to Short Dog status? And he said, it only takes one song. Focus on making one great song. And I never, I never, after that day, I, I always used that in my head, like, yo, I'll go back to the day when a Too Short gave me that advice. A cat, a cat from Oakland, California, you know what I'm saying? He gave me the best advice in the world. I, I asked for it and I listened to him. So if, if, if I give out advice all the time. And I mean, I do records with young artists all the time. A lot of people don't know. I just did a song with a, a, guy, a cat called Verbal Tragedy that I did the record for absolutely nothing because how he approached me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was a younger cat and he was like, yo, I need you on a record. And I'm like, yo, I'm me. You sure you want me on your record? I'm an older cat. Like I, He like, yeah, I want that. I don't want what's going on now. I want that. So I did the record for him, you know what I'm saying? And my point is, he's a younger cat who's trying to get where I've been. And he and I, I was intrigued by that, so I, I did it for him. So my point is, that's the only thing we can do, is give advice and try to give you the pointers to try to have a better, better yourself as an artist, so you can have the longevity that we had. But if you ain't a student, see, I'm a student. I, I, I'm a student of this. I could stand a quiz with hip hop. I tell people that all the time. You'll be surprised what I know. You know what I mean? Because I'm I'm a quiet person, but I study the game. So, in, in other words, if I'm in a meeting with Jimmy Iovine, he's gonna be super impressed when I'm done talking to him. 
like outside of me being an artist, like, yo, I might want to hire you to do marketing or promotion. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, and I, that's what keeps me going. That's what pushes me. You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, you know, right now, Master Killer record is my avenue to, you know, try to do the things that I wanted to do, my bucket list things, and that's what I'm gonna try to do. You know what I mean? Because we only got one shot at this thing called life, and I want, you know what I'm saying? We gotta enjoy it to the fullest. So that's where I'm at. Like, I have no grudges with nobody or beefs with nobody, and I'm not jealous of new artists who's rich or, you know what I mean? I just know I'm a, I am can be as rich as these artists if they're rich or as dope as these artists, you know what I mean? And But I'm a fan first. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm the fan of Wu-Tang like you a fan of Wu-Tang. Right. I feel the same thing. I got the same stories like you and Buck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I'm, I'm being in his presence, I feel the same way you feel. And I'm a legend. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's a bigger nah, legend. Nah, nah, that's right. So nah, right. it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, and the other thing I wanted to Thank say you. is that um, I always have this discussion with everybody because I, I love music, period. But hip-hop is just what I foray into the most is we got to do a better job. That's why I like what Phil is doing is having you guys up here because we yeah. always want to do the whole tribute thing when the guy is gone. And right. When the guy is here. Exactly. I'm like, give our guys their flowers exactly. when they're here. I mean, exactly. we ain't got to have no whole Word. banquet and whatever. Right. But, you know, something that I try to do is book some of the older guys that are yeah. doing stuff and mix it with the younger guys. We did it at A3C yeah. last year. Yeah. And, you know, oddly enough, our stuff was packed. At like 8.30, the venue wasn't big enough to hold the fans. Well, I'm going to say this. Cruz is right there. Power's right there. <laughs> Tone is over here. And G- with me and Killer's ready. You can get in touch with any one of them and oh, book yeah. us, and we'll be ready to go. And, and that's why I brought her here tonight, <laughs> so y'all can build, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's always dope, yeah, man. and it was really, like, it was everything you all talked about. It was hip-hop, yeah. you know? And no, it was real cool, because there was, like, the show on stage, yeah. and people, like, legends were crammed in that yeah. crazy green room, yeah. you know? Scratted down, nobody right. was like, oh, I need some drinks, and right. why am I not sitting in this comfy chair? Hollywood shit, right. Really <laughs> really cool right. and like for a minute there I was definitely in my fan bag you know and yeah. I was like ooh let me like, get back to work cause the show's awesome. gotta go on yeah. but I, I do like I said I'm glad Phil did this and I do wanna let you guys know there's a whole bunch of us you know a lot of us are older now and we still go to shows contrary mm. to popular opinion a lot of right. our, our kids are older and we can get out more so right. when we wanna go to a hip hop show no disrespect to the younger cats right we want to go see you guys. Yeah. We don't want to go see you guys at the dive bar in right. between the billboards being played and right. the sound is horrible. Right. We still want to awesome. put you in a respectable place. We may not be at the Wells Fargo Center, right. but we don't got to be at the bowling alley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. He said the bowling alley. <laughs> Damn. I will, go to, I will go to a Wu-Tang show with my beard gray. I wouldn't even... Just for men, shit. I, I'm not even doing. Look, I'm proud of my gray hair, goddamn. Righteous. I'm be right. Proud I'm of your rocking this. Shit. Yeah, you know what? I'll probably be dying about two weeks from now. But anyway, yeah. you know, you know, Katia, your two questions blew out my whole question. My my questions suck compared to yours. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I do 
you think about that? I think about the culture now, especially like I said, is New York has done a much better job of putting stuff. Mm-hmm. The guy went to situation last year. They got the museum. They're getting the funding going for yeah, that. Right. And right. meanwhile, our guys are dying on this side of the aisle, and right. we're not getting the information from the point of origin. We're right. getting it six ways sideways. Mm-hmm. Then people start feuding. They say that's right. not how it happened. I'm like, get the information while the dude is here. Right. Right. And he still right. can articulate and we can get the accuracy and we can have it for the younger kids that do want to know about it and it's here, yeah. the real version. I, I think I think the game, I think hip hop is, it took a blow when they kill artist development. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. No, no, you're right, you're right. You yes, know sir. what I'm saying? Because, you know, at one time, you ain't, if you wasn't ready, if they seen the talent in you and they knew you wasn't ready, they helped develop you. Mm-hmm. And help you be an artist. They polished you before you came out. When they stopped that, I think that that crushed the younger. You know what I mean? The younger generation's chances of actually becoming Absolutely. good. No, you're right. mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So artists develop. So you, you it's somewhat the uh, the powers that be fought about some of this. You know what I mean? It ain't, it ain't just the children all the time. You know what right. I mean? Right. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's like, yo, you got grown folk doing, being greedy about what they doing and selfish about what they doing, you know, because the stop artist development. The gatekeepers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. You know what it is, though. Now yeah. it's Way, like, too. You can yeah. sign from the moment you sign on the dotted line. It's right. about getting that money back. I, exactly. So it's like they rush into the studio. Yeah. Like before, like yeah. the cat used to be maybe like a year. Right. They made sure they got the best producers. Now right. it's like you're in the studio and six months later or sometimes even three months right. later, it, it, a project is out and right. you've never, you went from performing at the fire voltage lounge right. and now you shoot shot over to a festival stage the right. TLA and you have no clue tour. you right. never had real money nobody right. in your crew knows exactly. how to handle money Absolutely. and then they wonder why you are in and out of jail right. because there's no one there to, to say hey I understand exactly. how you feel but don't move like that yeah. right. now that's going to result in yeah. a lawsuit now right. you're going to go to jail right. Right. you know I mean look at what happened to Bobby Schmurder that yeah. is just mm. a sad sad situation very unfortunate you know very unfortunate absolutely very very i mean you see see why you see why we brung her up here yeah she she brings sanity to everything but go ahead i mean part of it is just like now it's artists are disposable you know before before back in our day artists were an investment like you know what i mean and and you know Saying this with being there with Master, you know, when everything started, like we struggled, yeah. they struggled, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? They built the foundation of everything, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So they went brick by brick themselves until they had the leverage point where you know they signed to Steve Rifkin. Because I mean, I remember going, I tried to get them signed to Rough House back in the day, but everybody was like, Oh, this to the music, the samples are too dirty, yeah. it's too many rhymers, right? So it's like the longevity that I've seen with them is because they built the foundation. These cats now are seeing all this money, but they have no foundation to it. You know what I mean? So it, it's like they get put out there. They don't walk the dogs like Master and, yeah. and Bax are doing right, right now. You know what right. I mean? We came from that era where you had to go to the radio stations. You had yep, to go absolutely. to in stores because there were record stores. Yeah. And, yep. You know what I mean? So it's like what I see is that they're bringing that aspect back from their past. It's like... You know, walking the dogs out there, shaking people's hands. Right. You know what I mean? That's that's a difference because 
Now, most MCs you see now, they walk down the street, they got bodyguards around, they don't want to be approached. Right. But like meth, right. everybody, they still walk down the street. Like right. I walk down the street with jism, yep. people are like, are you a security? Like, no. Like, right. it, 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 <laughs> yeah. none of us, none of them right. roll like that. That's right. true, though. I, yeah. My meth story is I met meth over there at, was it the Windsor now? It was the Embassy Hotel? Yeah. Over there on the parkway. Mm-hmm. And we were meeting my brother in law, who was mm-hmm. on leave with, the, he was up here with the military. Mm-hmm. And I just had my daughter. My daughter was maybe like six weeks mm-hmm. and um i get on the elevator and i see him i was like yeah he probably you know he's you don't want to like you yeah. know you never know with people no. and what was the opening he was like oh cute baby how old i said oh about you know six weeks and he's like oh well, you look good and we had like a normal conversation mm-hmm. and it just ravered out of the music but he was like you said by himself yeah not right. 60 people right he was mad cool and you know got off the elevator and he went about his business and you know we we went about ours mm-hmm. but you're you're right it it is and it's also that us against them type of mentality. Mm-hmm. And like I said, is you don't, you're right, you don't have the college tours anymore. Yeah. Uh, when I was at Temple, we booked Tribe on right. a phone call. And right. I'm not even going to tell you the money because you're going to really laugh. Right. And it, but they hung out with us, and, right. you know, and it was real informal. Mm-hmm. And we were just glad they showed up. Right. So we were good with student union. Like, we were good with the school. Right. We showed up. And as, as long as they showed up, we were good. But right. you don't even have that. Again, right. like, I went to college here. You don't have none of the, the parties. Yeah. You don't have the homecoming. Right. You don't have all those things that help you develop as an artist. Right. Help you interact with people. It really is. And exactly what he said. You have a guy that's hot today. He just... Is, and is, then it's like they shipped him off to Hip Hop Neverland. Right, like he right. got off like Survivor Island when they send you and they say you got to earn your way back. Except in Hip Hop, they don't get to come back. Right. And that's really how it is. And you wonder why there are no careers. This is right. the decade, just to share a fact with you, mm-hmm. that has the most one-hit wonders out of any decades in hip hop. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, look at look at Soldier Boy. Like, look what he's resorting to to even get in the in the limelight now. And it's he like beef with everybody. Yeah, right. but it, it's like all you gotta do celebrity boxing. Yeah, I mean, you know, because it, it, <laughs> hey, Buck, like, bro, Buck, don't go anywhere. Cabrillo, about to know what have you learned? Oh, do you have to go right now? Yeah, I can hold Look, it, he's man. doing a little dance right yeah. now. He's like, dance, <laughs> oh, no, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and finish, uh, uh, G. No, but I mean, it, it, that's the thing is that the whole industry is different, and mm-hmm. now you don't have to. A lot of cats don't even have to rely on a record label anymore. You know, I was there when we. I see promoters, like even club promoters. Right. They're like, oh, we want you to put this on Jizz's Instagram. We want you to put it on his Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then people wonder why at some shows, like, well, why isn't the turnout that good? Like, well, have right, you gone right. anything outside of your social media? They're no. like, Absolutely. well, we're just going to hit a button and promote right. this to our right. followers. But they don't do the, the thing of getting out in the streets and putting flyers up and gotcha. in stores and everything where people could see it. So, like my end of things like that whole street team and being in the streets and, and interacting with people like you know that's that's a memory that you know over the years i've run into people that remember like 92 mm-hmm. i had wu-tang in philly like before they all blew up and yeah. cats met them in the streets like they were hanging handed out tapes and stickers we were all handed yeah, out so right. you know so i mean that's the thing i've run into people all these years later they're like oh i remember you you know i met jizza i met master kill i met meth and that's the thing is like a lot of these cats just promoters everything. Like half these promoters aren't even really promoters. No. They're, they're yeah, programmers. They're, they're pushing a button. Yeah, because yeah. I I I I I'll be saying this too. I was like, 
some I think a lot of people are taking advantage of the fact that what the labels are not doing, and so they they got this thing now where all the artists are desperate, so they robbing them, like pay, making them pay to get on shows and making them pay it, just any little thing to play their record and yeah, that's you a, know that's a, that's it, it's like right there. Yeah, it you know is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. 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 Who's that power back there? He said, but "Please no comment." What you said, though, and I said this: we were at the D- Democratic convention, mm-hmm. and one of the things, even politics, since you talked about it a little bit, mm-hmm. our community meeting African Americans and Latinos, we don't disseminate information to, mm-hmm. in other words, digest information mm-hmm. like other people do, mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that we're not as smart. Right. We don't watch CNN, MSNBC to get the news direct. Right. Right. Blogs are really for hip hop heads like me who right. like reading about it, want to know who, whatever. Right. But the average person ain't going to hip hop DX. Right. Right. Is not going to two dope boys and be right. like, oh, I want to see that review right. on that joint. Is it really good? I want right. to preview it. So mm-hmm. you're right. You still have to go to the streets because Grass that's roots. one thing we do. Those of us who do get shows will say, well, Grass I didn't roots. know. And there's a part of you like, yo, like I did my email blast and right. this. But then you're like, you know what? Were we in that neighborhood to hand out the flyers? Right. And yeah. sometimes you got to take the L and be like, right. no, we didn't go out there because no good excuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. Hey, look, I say put it on Warstar. Everybody will look. But we'll look into it. No, I'm just playing. It's, 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 <laughs> hey, look, we got to get ready and get the hell out of here because yep. I don't even know why they're here because they got this guy named Raekwon <laughs> is having a got Alicia. shit to do. Yeah, I, I think this guy named Raekwon just dropped the album. I, I, I don't know too much about it. But no, I'm just playing. <laughs> so, but. What we do at the end of the show, what have you learned? Um, what I've learned that they, well, I already knew. I ain't really learned anything. I know they're still working and, you know, they're still relevant to this day. Um, they've turned into, I'm also a fan, but I've, they've also turned into good people that I know at the same time. Right, so, right. you know what I mean? Um, I, I just learned that, you know, that they're still, you know, humble people and the store right. just moving out here and then it's like you know what what bothers me about the younger cats who don't even give them you know the respect that, and honor that they should have just like like Bax was saying before like like perfect example I used to DJ at, at Club 37 37 was second in Erie back in 97 shout mm-hmm. out to Kid Swift because he was I used to be there with him mm-hmm. and if anybody knows that club they had a little Spanish side for the Latinos and then they had the big ass hip hop side with the foam and shit and used to come out mm-hmm. so the hottest records in that damn club was Big Pun still not a player Benjamins mm-hmm. Fortunate by Ram Squad Ice throw that shit on it was a fucking zoo in there Every look on everything. Every Saturday night, I threw that shit on. The fucking crowd would go fucking bananas. Mm. Word. And it was a, it was an indie joint on. I still got it too. It was an indie joint on the yellow label. Mm. I used to play that shit, and I would tell Swill. I said, "Yo, don't touch that one." And he said, "All right, all right." Like we used to have certain records he would play. I would let him play Benjamins and all that. I said, "Yo, let me get this Ram Squad one." Every time I played it, Word. Zoo. Mm. Mm. The same reaction, like, and then motherfuckers from the other side would come in, like, "Oh shit, what the fuck going on in there?" Like, we, the, the whole shit was like the fucking tunnel, but in North Philly. And it's crazy you said that because that was just about to come out my mouth. If you, if, if yeah. an artist never had the experience to witness the tunnel, he don't know what he's missing. Yeah, Word. 
and 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 that you you understand like the tunnel. I mean, we in the tunnel with Wayne, Baby, all the Universal artists, mm-hmm. it's Tracy Lee, Sticky. You know what I'm saying? I remember when I saw you on BET, I was getting my hair cut, and then you know the, the Ballers in Hair song, right? Yeah. I seen that. I was in the Burlington getting a haircut. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I said, oh, shit, that's a fucking Ramscon. And then I looked at it, and it said Universal, and then I had just read that they had just got hooked up with them, and I was just like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, shout, man. Shout like, out to little Troy, mm-hmm. Troy Carter. They was on their way and shit. Uber. That's what's up. Oh. So, now, what I've Hold learned, on. Oh, Real so go quick. Ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Fact. Mm-hmm. We was the first act that Troy Artist, we, we was the first act that get him a major deal and when he started his management, Boy Shout Wonder. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, before the Eve thing and all that. Shout he, I didn't know that. Ram Squad was the mm-hmm. the first major act. We Look, the one that introduced him to. Y'all better start giving them their, their proper respect. You know yeah, man, for real. Yeah. So I just wanted to, because no, certain ahead. things I'll be like, yo. No, yeah. no, no. You know but, what but, I mean? But, but, some, but you have to do Because yeah, I'm not a to. bragger. Right. So my, my brother-in-law, you he better? always tells me, you know, he Say always grilling me like, <laughs> you letting them, you, you know what I mean? So I just wanted to innovate that because yeah. he's he's a major up. he's a major person right now in oh, Hollywood. Yeah, no so, you know what I mean? I can't get him on the phone right now, but, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Look, this is what I learned. I learned that, Master Killer, um, that was his first his first verse that he wrote. Yeah, that's what I did that's learn. That, that was, that was, that was right crazy. There. Yeah, that was major. You know, that, that was, was crazy along. I learned also that they never still heard the yeah. Million Dollar album song. I, I, I didn't know that. And I thought that what I saw on Facebook which I don't know why the fuck I thought that. You she know, got me too. That, that it wasn't official Wu Tang, the, the brand itself. So it's something that we learn every day. But so, Buck, we're going to end the, the podcast because they got a grand go. But how can people get in contact with you? Uh, real easy. Uh, DJ Sobuck at gmail.com. I'm on the two hour show every Monday night on UTM radio from 9 to 12. Uh, Thursday afternoons from 4 to 6 I'm on BeatMinersRadio.com If anybody don't know who BeatMiners is That's Evil D and Mr. Walt yep. They got an internet station And they also got the app you can download So I'm on every Thursday from 4 to 6 When Master <laughs> Killer and Boy Bax gonna be there? Matter of fact, I'm gonna get y'all to come down to a two hour show Yeah, like okay. Whenever y'all ready Awesome Oh, you Appreciate can that. Easy Um I'm on every Thursday, too, 8 to 10 on PC Radio Live, A Cup of Soul. Well, we do play that hip-hop. We play old. We play right. new. We do, we still do, like, whole. We play six songs of the same artist if we feel like it. Right. And that's the mood we're in. And that's and, great. And we interview everybody as long as you good hip-hop. Right. And you say something other than, you know what I'm saying, we would go. You can come in the studio. <laughs> you, can, you can call. Whatever you want to do, we work with you. And then um, we just updated the website. Anything you want to know about the events. Right. Anything, if you want to see how A3C was last year and we're working on A3C this year, just go www.thedemasgroup.com. Mm. And that's D-I-M-A-S. Okay. Group. We're not going to spell group because that's obvious. And you can hit us up that way. Okay. And we and we have the same information for you as well. You can just let sure. us know when we're going to do your show. Hey, look, and this and how you we'll be there. And this how you can get in contact with me, and we're, we're going to get power to last uh, uh, talk. Uh, Philly producer fourteen at gmail dot com. 
I have a show every Sunday, 5 to 7 p.m. on WPRB 103.3 FM. It's called Sabi Radio, where I play classic and independent hip-hop. Like I said before, you can hit me up. Edited music only with a bio. Please don't send me, listen to my song, YouTube's or SoundCloud links. It doesn't do me any good because I can't play that. PhillyProducer14 at gmail.com. Please be professional. Power, I'm going to leave it up to you. What do you have to say, sir? Yeah, I just wanted to say uh, follow uh, Master Killer Music, Instagram, Wu-Tang Brand at Instagram, Wu Life Official, and uh, Wu-Tang Parental Advisory at Instagram. Bax, how can people get in contact with you? Uh, I'm on Facebook, man. That's it. Boy Bax, Facebook. I'm a Facebook junkie. And G, how how can people get in contact with you, G? I'm um, G Pro on Facebook or uh, G the Promoter on Instagram and... uh, we're going to talk because we're bringing back Raw Deal. Yeah, man. You guys, you guys yes, need sir. to be part of that. So Hell yeah. That's class. Hey, look, Buck. 41 is in the books. I want to thank everybody for coming in, man. Hell yeah. Thank you. I mean, thank I'm you. sorry that I kept you guys too late, but, um, you know, I know you got to get ring, you know, head back up north. But, uh, look, anytime that you guys want to come through, by all means, you guys are family. Mm. Come through the our, our radio stations. Come through back to out. Um, the podcast, anything that you want to do, man, just let us know. We're there, man. I really want to appreciate you guys coming in. Appreciate uh, we you appreciate having you having us, too. Yeah. Hey, look, man. We are out of here. We out. Overtime Podcast. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We're going to come back to Premiere the video. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and, you got and, a video. And, oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Get into yeah. the whole album. Tell okay. well, hold on, things. hold on. Yeah, we're shooting a video for the uh, the record, the OG's. OG told me. Uh, we shooting that on Saturday mm-hmm. Where in at? the Richard Allen Projects, 10th oh. and Poplar. I don't think I'm coming down. Um, nah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks cool now, man. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. cool now? It's, yeah, it's, re- it's, it's redeveloped, it's man. It's, it's, oh, okay, okay. It's redeveloped, <laughs> oh, man. Cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, we shooting a video on Saturday, Word. and we want we would like for you to come. and oh, everybody, all, Everyone's invited. Um, we're going to be there for what, like one, like, probably like 12, about 12 to 5 in Okay. In between them, those times, right. and we got you know we doing a mural and. Yeah. All right, I'm carpooling mean, with you. Yeah, so they're all invited. <laughs> That's you know what's what up, man. Yo, and um, shout out to uh, Sat One. They got Sat One about That's to do right. um, Sat One is yeah, going to do, do a piece mural. out there. DJ yeah. Sat One, yeah. DJ Sat taking One it, is taking it back to the old Philly yeah, days. Yeah, he's Word. doing the mural. Yeah, he's yeah. doing the mural for all my slain uh, friends, and um, yeah, Sat One. He I just definitely just got a text from him too. That's what's up, so, man. Hey, look, shout man. out to him. Hey, look, man, we out of here, man. Overtime Podcast, episode 41 is in the books. Yep. Yeah. we talk to you guys next week. Peace. Thank awesome. You, Peace. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Overtime Show. What are you listening to? It's the Overtime Show. It's the Overtime Show. Introducing Play.it, a podcast network like no other. From award-winning news programming and number one sports brands to digital exclusives, Play.it is delivering storytelling at its best. Hear what you've been missing at Play.it.